God damn it, we do too many podcasts. Hello, welcome to a very special edition of Link to the Cast. Our yearly look at Video Game Christmas. The Electronic Entertainment Expo is but days away as you hear this, dear listener. And to go through the madness and the wild, baseless prognostication I have with me, the platforming prodigy that is Old Man Robinson. Old Man Robinson, how are you? I do enjoy how alive you've become in the last two seconds. I'm on. The red light is on. <laughs> I am here. I am, I was nearly dead moments ago. I'm, I'm back, baby. I'm going through the back of my mind trying to remember any predictions we did for last year. And I'm coming up I think blank. I was about 50-50, I think. Because I think I went back and looked. At, uh, but I can't remember. Yeah. Because it was ages before we found those shows because you fucked off to China. Yeah, I did do that, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, did, yeah. Oh, no, there was still at least another two months. Yeah, but there was, but you hadn't put them up because I only bought SoundCloud Premium for oh, us after you left. Yes. Or, oh, yes. There the... were missing shows at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. I like to think that I predicted By Final the way, Fantasy before VII. we get into E3 stuff, I would like to say, and he is listening to this and, and laughing right now, uh, friend of the show Jack Lazell asked me if I would introduce you as Old Man Robinson to see if you would either no sell or not notice that I'd done that. No, I noticed. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, I. It was believe I believe after the moment in recording our um, our Euro twenty sixteen special, which you should all go check out on our SoundCloud or our iTunes or your podcast provider preference, uh, where you believed Wayne's World to be a contemporary pop culture reference, despite it coming out in I think nineteen ninety two. I just said pop culture reference. Hey, did I get a pop out of you and Jack? You did, but there it was, we go. I don't think it was the kind of pop you were looking like, for. I got a laugh from you two. That's, That's what I was looking for. Achieved. E3. Yeah, can we just get with this, please? I don't want yeah. to do another four hours. Yeah, this is our special <laughs> This is our special yearly thing. This isn't uh, like your other podcast. It's a Joe Daddy's podcast. This is a, a special podcast where we look through um, kind of... For, well, put it this way, Mark. This is not my first rodeo in terms of watching all the coverage of E3. It's not your first rodeo either. I can't bring myself to watch all of the coverage. I get to... I, I tend to watch most of it. Last year was the first year in a few where I tapped out on the likes of an EA or an Ubi. But we'll get to that in June, of course. Um, please explain to the, the average listener out there, apart from my general overview of it as video game Christmas, what is E3? The E3, also known as the Electronic Entertainment Expo, is a commonly, uh, it's an annual uh, trade fair for the video game industry. And it's, I mean, it's been going on for a while now. It started back in 1995. And it's, it's grown uh, exponentially every year. And it's now became, and like, it's... <laughs> There's two sides of it. There's there's the one side where everyone gets kind of this kind of fever of like, oh my god, it's that time of year. We're going to get all these announcements. Oh, like I'm so excited to see you know what's coming out. And then there's the other side, which is mainly from um, journalists who have to go and work there and, and other people where they're just like, you know, right, let's just get this over and done with. Yeah. And I think part well, of that there is a there's a level of self indulgence yeah. that has started to kind of put its hands around the neck of the entire thing well we reel back for a little bit right and it's kind of it's like what you said the most part of e3 is kind of like comic book or comic con should i say 
for video game people. Right? Yeah. The difference is the, the four or five main days of it involve like a big show floor. There's lots of games that aren't out yet or games that are just out, things like that. Where people can go play. There's two big convention centers that it's that it's in uh, there in the LA Convention Center, and uh, people have a grand old time. Um, but then the other element of it, the one that kind of your inside baseball people enjoy, are what was traditionally called Day Zero, which mm-hmm. is so the day before it opens to the public. You had what used to be when it was more contained and rational, one day of press conferences. So your made your three console platforms, your Nintendo, your Microsoft, and your Sony, and then kind of like the heavy hitters of video game development, your EAs, your Ubisofts, your well, as and from last year, your Bethesdas. Yeah. Um but it's kind of sprawled into like a day minus one, day minus two sort of thing. It's, it's now ridiculous. Of, but do you know why that is? Is because um and this is the kind of problem that E three has going forward. And we've seen it this year where certain publishers have been bailing out and just doing... So Nintendo have been, for the last few years, slowly like withdrawing presence from E3. Like uh, they do the, the they did the digital really, direct. I, I heard withdrawing presence like they were just taken back from the Christmas tree. Like no. well, in some ways that's kind of what it feels like <laughs> with Nintendo sometimes. But no, they uh, they kind of they, they stopped doing their traditional press conference, started doing Nintendo Direct, and then their Treehouse Live was their live at E three component of all that. And to be fair, the Nintendo Directs are sometimes they're sometimes they're fantastic. They they're they're, they're fantastic, especially when you're watching them like early on a Sunday morning. Like, why the fuck did I get up? And I was like, oh, what is a puppet? Like, how much <laughs> acid did I drop before? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Nintendo kind of led the way in kind of bailing out, but that's less I think clairvoyance on their part and just more sometimes they just don't have shit to show i think it's that and it's also um it's not look it's not cheap to have floor space at e3 and it's also the deal that if you leave for one year you basically go to the back of the queue yeah and i think nintendo at this point now where they're like we're fucking nintendo we as long as we host stuff during the week of Mm. e3 we don't have to be at e3 and i think a lot more publishers and this is going to be a bigger issue for e3 every year on top of the fact that there's so many different games conventions out there now that do different things and that the the press are going to anyway um Mm. but are also more consumer focused yeah that not that e3 never e3 will never be irrelevant but it's it's just it's in its its current form it's not it's a little bit. It's just yeah. a very weird well, I, I, I think for, for the uninitiated, uh, what people often say about E3 that separates the wheat from the chaff there, that makes E3 better than everything else, is the idea that it's the one the mainstream press are watching. Yes. That's that's the traditional thing yeah, yeah, yeah. that you hear when people say, well, why E3? Like, I was even getting stuff from the mirror.co.uk for crying out loud. So. Yeah, but like you're getting into an age where like, the Guardian and Forbes and stuff like that regularly do video game coverage now, so it's not really... You know what I mean? It's oh, kind of really good for that kind of stuff, anyway. Yeah, sure, but like course. even Forbes have started doing a lot yeah. of video game stuff, and not like that you can never get onto the website. It's no, nice. yeah, fucking ads and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's the worst. But anyway, so that's E three. Anyway, in I a nutshell, we had that exact same conversation this time last year. Yeah, so like <laughs> we have a couple of days of, of like these press conferences where like sometimes they're amazing. Uh, the one I still go back to that was like an all-time great one was the hour and a half long bitch slap of Sony's 2013 E3 conference where they just buried the Xbox One deep beneath the earth. Um, and, and to be fair, to some degree, the Xbox is still there. Yeah, it's slowly, slowly. digging up, slowly, slowly digging up. Yeah. 
Um, so please, uh, Mark, before, the, and this has become a tradition, I think last year was the first year where this was happening in a big bad way, but it seems now that it's happened the second year in a row, it might become a yearly tradition that the week leading up to E3, news is just leaking mm. everywhere to the point where I remember having this feeling last year where I'm like, what news is there left for yeah. E3? Now last year, they trumped up with some news in some cases. But do tell us, there have been some stories leaking this week. There certainly have. I, I have a big patchwork of a Word document here with bits and pieces. So we're not going to kind of go from like one publisher to another. We're just going to kind of pinpoint the stuff. Uh, they're kind of big news anyway. You do what you feel, Sam. Do what yeah. you feel. Well, we'll start off with the news that uh, there is going to be, and I find this hilarious for, some, for a few reasons, but there is going to be a Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs? It was the fastest selling new IP of all time. It was to me, it was absolutely no shock. Plus, yeah, there's the what? tradition that Ubisoft don't figure out how to make a game until the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> because I remember seeing that trailer for the first one, and I was like, it was goddamn. I was like, this looks. That was way back really in like good. 2012, because that we saw that before we saw the PS4. Well, because that would have would that. Because remember that came out, and people were going, that has to be next gen. That has to be next gen. I'm trying to think, was that pre or post GTA 5? It would have been pre, because GTA came out the the same September that the PS4 came out. Like PS4 came out two months after GTA 5. Right. And we knew about Watch Dogs before we even saw what the PS4 was going to look like. Well, yeah. And so, like, I remember seeing that trailer and thinking, this looks like what I've been needing. Because I was still in that... I like GTA 4, hmm. but it didn't completely scratch the itch that things like the original version of Sleep. I, I was the guy who didn't like GTA 4. I like GTA 4. I didn't. I thought it... That's look, a conversation yeah, for another again, day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got a completely uh, new protagonist who... Has, him. Who has already got the... Uh, let's not mulling some fame. <laughs> he's already got the internet up in arms because he's black. Yeah. And therefore, this is something to do with social justice warriors and not just... So, that alone I'm already happy about this game because yeah. it's boiling the piss of the people yeah. I don't care for not taking into account the fact that Aiden Watts' face was by far the most forgettable well this is the thing like they, like one of the things like I played Watch Dogs through to completion did you now? yeah Jesus and I would say it's a solid 6 for what that game should have been yeah no no yeah oh, it's a massive disappointment it's a massive disappointment I've always been on record as saying it's a massive disappointment what I will say is that there's definitely the potential there Right, the, the yeah. potential there. There's a lot of things that became too repetitive, and a lot of the things that were the best weren't. They didn't repeat enough. Yeah. Like some of the like the, the missions where you're kind of uh, invading like a stronghold and you're taking over CCTV cameras and letting off traps and stuff like that. There wasn't enough of that. Then there was too many like follow missions and tailing and like uh, uh, fuck it. But Ubisoft here had the extra pressure now that a the first one was a bit of a bust. Yeah. And b we now live in a post GTA Five world. Um, where you know if you're going to do this kind of open world sandbox game uh, and even including stuff like Saints Row 4 as well yep. like you have to be fucking on the ball with mm. this so they need to hit a home run with this and hit one hard yeah um, what I will say as well is like they've obviously they've, they've, they seem to have already addressed the idea that uh, like I said Aiden Pierce was hateable and forgettable at the same time which is tough it's tough to straddle those two <laughs> things Almost impressive. but he was like he wasn't I, I don't know he just wasn't likeable he was like the least interesting part of that whole story yeah. which is a shame 
Um, I do think that story, like there was, it was eight acts and they were all timed weirdly, weirdly to them. And I think a lot of people kind of stopped playing it during the first act because the first act is very, very long. But once I kind of went through that, it's actually very good after that, I thought. Well, not not very good, but a lot better than it had been to that point. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. It's not a game I am going to pre-order by any stretch of the imagination. It is a game I'm going to keep tabs on. And when it comes out, if people I tend to agree with are saying it's a good time, I might pick it up. Because as we're going to talk about probably throughout the course of this show... It sounds like no games are coming out in Q4 this year, so I may end up having to get Watch Dogs 2 out of boredom. Yeah. Continue. Um, I mean, uh, there's no point really going too much into Deus Ex Mankind Divided because we already know about that. Yeah. Oh, um, I should say as well, sorry, uh, just before we move on from Watch Dogs 2. Trailer was actually pretty cool. It was a really well-edited trailer. I haven't actually seen the trailer. It's, it's actually really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. It's kind of, it seems like the world is a lot brighter. You know what I mean? It's a, le- a lot less grey and rainy, um, which you'd expect because it's set in San Francisco. Okay. Um, I, I, I'd urge people to have a look at it, but go yeah. on, yeah? Uh, yeah, so the, there's no point looking too much into Deus Ex Mankind Divided because we already knew that's coming out, um, so yep. I think there's going to be some more hands on that. Why don't you augment your pre-order? I, the... Worst fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, let's just, we covered it on the show before. Let's just not. Uh, Injustice 2 is coming out I'm psyched for that now did you play the first Injustice oh I did yeah I was a day w- I was on board from day one with Injustice really I'm not a fighting game guy yeah. but Jesus Christ when I saw in the preview that you could as Superman you could punch a man so hard he went into low earth orbit and then you would beat him up there and punch him back down I'm like yeah yeah that's for me yeah see what did it for me is um, so MK versus DC was a bit disappointing but they were kind of on the right tracks yeah and then mk9 came out and just fucking was was there uh injustice basically took the kind of never realm anything as it is now uh and just put kind of you know a dc skin over it yeah. but they kept the kind of for the most part the the campiness of what they were doing in mk9 um sometimes it's still kind of a little bit too serious but that's just dc in general that i have issues with um, but it's still the fighting mechanic, the, mm-hmm. the fighting game, the fighting in-game engine and the mechanics, and uh, I really like that engine. I think so. I, I'm definitely good for. A second. I also think the the single player was fun and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, was, it was good fun playing with like Earth Two and stuff like that. I really like that. Yeah, and like it's basically kind of carrying over from uh, from what Mortal Kombat was doing in terms of like, the single co- single player campaign and mm-hmm. how you would kind of go from the story and integrate that into the actual fighting. Yeah. I thought that was done really well mm-hmm. so uh, I wasn't surprised by it but it wasn't on my list of my, my radar you know I had a feeling I don't know who it was there was someone that said the idea that now what they reckon is going to be done is that they're going to alternate between Mortal Kombat and Injustice I can see do you know what I really want what is a WWE, WWE Immortals yeah yeah. I think everyone does really really badly Daniel Bryan's just a guy in jeans yeah uh, what else has been announced? Um, XCOM Two is coming to consoles. Well, big shocker. I, yeah, you know, uh, Persona Five is getting a release date. Which... Uh, well, it already has a release date in Japan, but it's coming out five months after the Japanese release date in other territories. Uh, it's probably just like the translation issues on that. Yeah, are gonna be... yeah. <laughs> I think eight four are on that. Are they? Hmm? I think eight four are on that. I have no idea. 
not sure. I, th- I thought I heard something. Or it's going to uh, be the Digital uh, Daylight Persona. What else we got? Sony delays Horizon Zero Dawn. That, that one's a bit sad. I'm, I'm, like, I really want to play that game. I really, really want to play that game. I think, uh, one of the things as well, speaking of Gorilla, who are making this game, because like, firstly, I really want to see what they can do that isn't Killzone. And that's not, I am a Killzone fan. That is not to, to cry Killzone. Yeah, it's playable. Uh, Killzone 1 and Killzone 2, particularly Killzone 1, are a great time. Great time. Uh, Killzone 3, not so much. I wasn't a big fan. And I think, and this is the, the reason I was bringing up Killzone, I think Killzone Shadowfall, the launch ti- one of the launch titles for a PS4, uh, is very, very underrated. People don't talk about it enough. Like, it actually is. One, it's one of the best graphical showcases in that came out in the entire launch window for the PS4, as it should be. Um, and also, it was actually a very good story and a very solid, competent shooter. That I enjoyed very much. Do you know why no one ever talks about that when it comes to the PS4 launch title or the launch games? Is because they quickly go to knack just to bury it. Speaking of which, uh, oh, that's not up on your thing next, but no, what you more next? on more on that and on, okay. more on that and on. Um, but I'm not surprised it's been delayed. Like for the kind of the, the grand scale and the scope they're going for, that's the kind of thing that like it's gonna get delayed, you yeah. know. But it, it makes sense. I feel you yeah. know. Um, everything I've seen of that game I'm happy to wait if it lives up to kind of like if they can make it into the game that it looks like it can be yeah um, because as it stands there are very few people I won't kill to play that game <laughs> uh, Deep Silver and Volition oh yes this is interesting have you so watched this trailer Mark? Uh, I have not seen one trailer until actually this been leaked or announced. Okay, so this trailer, this trailer. Now, I have mixed emotions because, on one hand, I really want Saints Row Five. I want it. Okay, I don't know. You haven't played Saints Row Four to completion, have you? No. I, I genuinely, I it would take a team of people a long time to figure out a way, a way past. This is what I was going to say, because, like, from what I understand of Saints Row 4, how do you make a fight? They've almost got to do, like, a Saints Row 2-style reboot uh, of the series and just, like, chalk it up. Enough with the reboots. Yeah, but anyway, um, I really liked this trailer. It started off and I was kind of like, oh, it's not Saints Row, it's not Saints Row. Then it started winning me over. The animation style is really cool. Like, it's somewhere halfway between, like, a... Uh, like the Incredibles and some sort of anime almost I'm gonna put it on now yeah like yeah play it on mute there for yourself yeah because you're always playing the speakers on <laughs> but uh like the animation style looks pretty cool I think you'll agree when you when you see it um I don't know what the game is going to be it looks very big hero six yeah that, yes it is very big hero six um I don't know what the game is going to be like whether it's like it's hard to get a feel because it seems like it might be like um so basically what they say is like an open world crime universe with something that focuses on superheroes and yeah. class based gameplay yeah and that's the kind of like the class based gameplay and stuff I'm not like I'm, I don't know like that can go one or the other like I'm gonna give because they made Saints Row I'm gonna give them every bit of rope in the world let's see what they can do with it but if you fast forward to the end of that trailer, yeah. you'll see, I don't know if it's an homage or a hint 
of what's going on. But at the very end of that trailer, anyway, uh, fast forward about a minute if you don't want it spoiled, uh, those of you at home. Uh, at the very end of the trailer, there's the woman who is obviously financing this team of heroes that are in this game. Mm -hmm. And behind her is like a stained glass window with the logo of the Third Street Saints in it. Oh, okay. And she says something to the effect of, a street gang? Don't be so ridiculous. When someone accuses her team of being a street gang. So I don't know if it's like... Because it says in the description it's a new IP from the makers of Saints Row. Yeah, now, I don't know whether they, like it's a new IP in the same universe or it's kind of like a... You know the way like uh, if you look around in the Infamous games, there's loads of nods to like Sly Cooper because yeah. same people made both. Yeah. Uh, so it could be something like that where they're not actually related at all. But when I saw the Third Street Saints logo, I was like... Mm. I mean, it's probably a nod. Um, I don't know, like... Uh, from what I read there, it kind of reminds me of what was the um, DC... Uh, more films that was out a couple of years ago. DCUO. DCUO. Yeah, I don't know whether it's got like elements of that, but doing its own original thing. I hope it's not DCUO. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks interesting enough. Uh, it looks very colourful. As you said, it, it's got a kind of big pair of six. Yeah, it's look. It's the Saints Row people, and uh, so therefore, I'm I'm happy to see what they're going to do. Also, uh, Final Fantasy Twelve is getting remastered for PlayStation Four. Yeah. I can't even remember what one for Final Fantasy Twelve is. Yeah, neither can I. And it's weird because there actually were a few people who were going, yes, finally. There was a few that were really getting... There was a few who were genuinely like, this is the best Final Fantasy game. And yeah. I was like, is it really? Is it? <laughs> because I think there's like there's like a core subset of people like who hang out in different corners of my Facebook that believe each and every one of the Final Fantasy games is the best Final Fantasy game. Because every time there's a Final Fantasy announcement, someone on my, t on my timeline is going, best one, yeah. the best one. I, the answer and then there's always one hipster who goes, but Final Fantasy VI though. That's my high. Yeah, I, I'm just fucking. You're, you're the worst. <laughs> you people are the worst. Because no matter what it is, you gotta just be happy for the other Final Fantasy people. You're just like, no, I'm happy for them. But Final Fantasy VI has an antagonist who's an evil fucking clown. <laughs> and I have my moment. Right. All clowns are evil. It's not special. This is. Uh, Krusty's not evil. He's just. He's just a bit. Not yet. Not we haven't yet. figured it out. No one knows where the bodies are yet. Um. Ukulele will be with us in early 2017. Also sad. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, Dave, bless him. I'm so excited for that game. It's If I had, look, like, 5% less sense, I would have gotten that special edition that has, like, the N64 cartridge and box art. It's, uh, and this is not exactly a revelation, it's so Banjo-Kazooie. I know. It's not even funny. That That's fine. I, well, that's fine. Yeah. That's all I wanted to be. Yeah. I want it to be prettier Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> and that is what it looks like it will probably I'm be. I'm fine. Pants are off. So, again, that's the kind of thing. I'm fine with them to take the time with it. Um, like, it's not the biggest team, uh, yeah. but I I think everyone's probably going to get worried that because of No Man's Sky, anything that is like... No, I was going to say the one that's going to make people worry about ukulele is Mighty Number no. 9. Let's just not talk about it. <laughs> Uh, Telltale's Batman and The Walking Dead Season 3 get released Windows, uh, so they'll basically be in the fall at some point this year. Oh, I better scratch that off. That was one of my predictions. Yeah? <laughs> that Batman was going to get released Window. Oh, ah, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Sega releases a Sonic Boom Fice and Ice, uh, sorry, Fire and Ice trailer. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. Everything else is just kind of rumours, stuff that's been speculated. And um, Gwent. And oh yeah, and Gwent. Gwent. Gwent, the card game from The Witcher, is actually becoming a thing. Like, 
Like, is it becoming right? Is it becoming an actual trading card game, or are they making a game of the of the trading card game? I think from I, I might be off here, but it's basically just going to be they saw what Blizzard had with Hearthstone and gone, yeah, we want some of that. Actually, that's quite clever. Like, that's if they do it as a thing that's on like iPads and stuff, Bitcoin. That is what they'll probably do. Yeah, for those psychopaths that love Gwent. And <laughs> I can't deal with Gwent. I can't deal with Gwent. No. I'm so sad that even no matter how much I put into The Witcher, I'll be talking about The Witcher on the next show. But uh, no matter how much time I put into The Witcher, the uncompleted quest is always going to have all the Gwent ones <laughs> still stacked there. Because goddamn, why not playing those Gwent oh, games? Dear. So, shall we actually kick off then? With yeah, so, right, we come to the press conference portion of the show. Okay. And what we are going to do is we are going to take all the press conferences in the order they happen. We're going to talk about the kinds of things that we think might happen, the kind of things, the kind of feel that each press conference tongue-tied press conference the kind of feel each press conference has and uh, whether it's a thing that we would generally watch whether we kind of would recommend you watch it you know we're we're just gonna chat about them really um so where should we start the very beginning we'll start at the very beginning which would be a very good place to start june 12th which will be uh i do have an actual calendar here i'm gonna do this for GMT because you know fuck everyone else or uh, yeah. West BSD I don't even know what that means uh, so EA will start at 9 o'clock on Sunday and yeah um, so um, right EA press conference it's usually about uh, 50% EA sports because that's what brings in the dollars football football a really awkward conversation with an ex-footballer of some sort. oh Pele last year was staggeringly painful how much money must it have cost to get Pele on stage for something I don't think anyone at all liked I would say at least four ultimate packs <laughs> Uh, so it'll be half EA Sports and then half like the other stuff that is associated with EA. Do you know what? I'm going to give my first prediction right now because it's Go in on. my head and I'll forget about it otherwise. Go on. They will do, just like we were talking about Gwen yeah. and Hearthstone, they'll do like an ultimate pack trading card thing as a separate standalone piece of software. It won't happen, but they probably I could, should do you know, it. I could see them actually releasing the cards in like a match attack sort of thing. Yeah. Because I remember, like, I this is kind of an aside, but I, when I started college was when, and I got a job working a bookshop at newsagents, mm-hmm. was when, in Whitewater, the Easton's there. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was when match attacks really started to take off. And I got to see that firsthand, and that is a sickness, a powerful sickness that can only be rivaled by, say, like, Panini stickers. Yeah. Jack knows what you're Oh, I, I was there. <laughs> 94 and 95. But there were, like, I had on multiple occasions, like, a mother of a child come in and buy an entire display case of them. 100 euro worth. In a go. And I could see because of how popular Ultimate Team is and how that, like, the audience, I'm noticing, like, just from playing people online at FIFA, skewing younger and younger as time goes on. Or at least the active players on there are skewing younger and younger. No, you're just getting older and older. <laughs> um, I could see that they could make a, quite a bit of money off that if they oh, ever did a physical, if they ever did a physical ultimate team kind of thing. Especially if like there'd be like a code for coins in some of them for the game that you could put in like a download code. Baby, can we not give EA ideas, please? Because they're obviously work. listening to us. Jesus Christ, I could work for that. Uh, <laughs> 
I'd sell my soul. Yeah. <laughs> I'd so, get FIFA like a month early. <laughs> so the kind of things that we're going to... I'm just going to kind of reel off a list of games that we're probably expected to, to hear about. And then you can kind of just give me some thoughts. But yeah. We, we know we're going to get Battlefield 1. Uh, Looking forward to seeing a bit more of that. Looking forward to see, <clears throat> speaking of Battlefield 1, if they dispel the rumours like some people... The way it, they haven't been substantiated yet, which makes me think that maybe it's not so true. But some people were saying that there's only six actual missions to the campaign. They're going to have to do some very long missions. Yeah, or it's distressing. So uh, I'm hoping to see a bit more of that that will calm people's fears down. Or at least actually show us some gameplay. I'd like to see that. To see how they handle Because I think we said on the show before, it's like, how are they going to make trench warfare exciting? Yeah, did they have a release date for, for Battlefield 1? I imagine it would probably come out about a week to a month before Call of Duty so that they can make all the hay they can while the sun shines. Uh, I just, yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see kind of more about how they're going to, because this has been the big thing everyone's been talking about, is like, as you said, how do they make, you know, kind of trench warfare as something that you want to play yeah. and how do they make it so it doesn't come across as kind of, it'll be objective, no, it's not objectifying, but just trying to, make money off of a very grim situation or grim point oh, yeah. in life i'm curious to see like how they as you said basically how they make kind of trench warfare as this thing that doesn't come across come across as gratuitous and um you know just how they turn it into a video game basically because it's not the easiest thing to kind of replicate uh, in a way that doesn't come across as uncomfortable to or as i said gratuitous get my words out um but i am curious to see it anyway um in terms of other kind of first person shooters titanfall 2 uh, you intrigued yes now i was intrigued by the first and i only played it uh, briefly just because it didn't have for me enough content to warrant wanting to purchase a full price well, this game, thing this know? is the thing everything about that game was like i want to play this game until i saw there's no single player whatsoever yeah and it's very very rare that i would get into a game that has no single player at all i think the recent exception overwatch. is overwatch yeah. yeah and even then like which can I, become which once i have time to actually sit down with that i can see becoming a real sickness yeah and even, even i i i can see like what the good parts of overwatch but i still i wouldn't want to buy that game because it's just there's just not enough there for me yeah now, I think what that game is going to become is like the perfect game for like two of us to sit around and just toss the controller between us yeah. for like an hour or two, having a yeah. laugh. Um, but yeah, like I don't know what to expect. But if they do, I think there's been the rumors or there's been speculation about it having a, a like a full on story campaign. Oh no, they confirmed that. They did confirm. They confirmed that. it has a okay. campaign and they I'd... confirmed it's on all uh, on both consoles. Excellent. I know. I was like, oh, that. it's not coming to Wii U. Let's be honest. <laughs> Well, that'd be a thing. Would you ever fucking maybe we'll be on the Wii U launch at Mass Effect Three? Like, was it twelve or eighteen months after the fucking game came out? Well, it's Mass Effect Three in fucking Arkham City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> I love my Wii U, but for fuck's sake. I know. Sake. Right. So yes, there'll be a whole bunch of sports games, and then there's obviously the new Mass Effect game as well. I don't care about Mass Effect. I am in that camp. I don't apologize for it. Um, I. I will get back to you by the end of the summer. Yeah. Uh, because I bought, uh, when it went up in backwards compatibility, I went and picked up a copy of it for £5 on Amazon. What's The this? original Mass Effect. Oh, the original. Yeah, have fun playing through that shit show of a fucking uh, control system. I'm going to have a go. I'm going right. to give it a go. Yeah, fair play to you. I'm told play Mass Effect 1, Mass Effect 2, 
and uh, prepared to be like really angry because the internet went into meltdown over the ending of Mass Effect 3. Ah. Uh, but that's pretty much it. So really at this point yeah. it's like... I, I will say as well about EA uh, before we, we try to move on or anything like that. Um, it's funny that like I always talk about how much I love FIFA on this but I never care about Oh no. FIFA. Because no. like, FIFA at E3 is utterly... Do you know when you find out about FIFA? You find out about FIFA about a month or six weeks beforehand when they start doing the like the little vignettes about what's different in the game and then when the demo comes out as well. That's when I learn about FIFA. And the thing is, they target that. They don't target for people like you. They target for people that will play as Real Madrid and then rage quit 60 minutes in when they're 3-0 down. So most people. Yes. That I play against. Online. Yeah. Although, I, I mean, from the trailer, like, it's all the usual kind of self-indulgent bollocks. But the whole, like, Frostbite system that they're using or engine. Uh, and, you know, obviously it looks fucking incredible. Mm. Um, so... I'll give at least that a warrant yeah. of time to see how it will play. And they've really got they've really got to keep up that as well. Like this is the, is this the first year where they fully moved on to the migrated onto the Frostbite engine exclusively for development. Fully, yes. Um, which they really had to hurry up and do because let me tell you, when Pro Evo started working off the Fox engine last year, that Pro Evo twenty sixteen is a goddamn beautiful looking video game. Like anything that Chris Burns, oh sorry, Steve, Steve Burns. Burns. Oh, I don't know where Chris Burns from. Just tired, all right. <laughs> Anything that Steve Burns puts his hands to and and gives the kind of the word of gospel, the Burns rub, the Burns rub. Yep. Uh, so yeah, what else do we think other than a whole bunch of fucking sports game announcements? What do you think could potentially be there? Um, because it made such a boatload of money, there's a possibility. They might tease what's next for Dragon Age. So, like, more Bioware stuff. More, but well, you see, think about, oh, what else are Bioware doing? Uh, Mass Effect, <laughs> I presume. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Like, I, I would put it out there that there's a, a chance we might see something. Like, or we might, I don't know. It would be weird because it's, the last. it feels like the last three, maybe even four E3s have all that Dragon Age stuff in them. And Dragon Age Inquisition, people really love that. Yeah. So, uh, I, I wouldn't... Uh, I, that's me with a wild moonshot prediction. That's something I'm necessarily expecting to see. I am, however, expecting to see some Star Wars Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Yep. And my moonshot that I really want to see, this is what... I will go away from the EA press conference happy if we can actually see what Amy Hennig is doing at Visceral with yep. Star Wars. Yep, yep, yep. I'll give you that. Um, we know that game exists we've not seen anything we don't know what it's about we don't even know what it's called maybe they'll finally so they could do what they did last year with Mass Effect Andromeda or the year before whichever year they did like the concept art and a title that might be all we get but I would that that's what I would like to see that would be my ideal EA press conference has a bit of uh, what Amy Hennig is doing I really want to see what she does next yeah. uh, maybe they'll uh re-announce Star Wars 1313 but hey. <laughs> um, I think I don't know I feel like we'll probably get season pass more season pass details for Battlefield as well ah, fucking season passes we already have the the fucking uh, Lawrence of Arabia I will be so. stunned not stunned I'll be surprised if they don't announce a Dead Space 4 or something like a, maybe a Dead Space reboot surely or like just next gen Dead yeah. Space you know, I can see not them. Space. Dead not space, yeah. <laughs> I can see them that. Um, maybe some kind of 
content or DLC content for for UFC, maybe. Oh yeah, they tend to do two year development cycles on UFC games, don't they? Mm. Because the two years between UFC one and two, and it's been it's been a couple sure. of months now, so Maybe they might even just announce. That's a good some... game. We should go back to that. Uh, yeah, we had a lot I of fun that. playing that on our I stream. I was really having fun. And being I played a that shit like for a f- bit of shit out of me. <laughs> I was gonna say like, let's not forget the thirteen second match, uh, however long that was. Um, yeah, that UFC game is good fun. I should go back to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's a good show. They might have some like legacy characters. Uh, come in as part of a, like a season two you know like they do for like KI and stuff yeah. like that where there's like a season two if you yeah. have your season pass you get these guys or they're and like I could potentially see them I, I mean I don't know how that would go about but maybe they can try and wrangle away getting Brock in there Brock's in there is, is he? oh no he's not I can't imagine he would be no he's not no he surely wouldn't be no no I was, there's a lot of old guys in there Brock isn't yeah Brock yeah. might be in there but they could do something he's coming back look if fucking Punk's in there come on now Jeez. I was gonna say yeah undefeated uh, yeah yeah um, that's pretty much it for EA really it's just it's going to be the usual shebang it's one of the bland ones it's one of the go take a piss or make your you dinner just, you know what to expect it's yeah. going to be highly sleek and dull and here's some football and here's it's going to be, it's going to be a well run press conference and that's know? not what I look for it I look it, for yeah. chaos yeah. I look for something setting on fire I look for someone trying to use a fucking connect. Well. I was going to say, Microsoft might be the one for you. <laughs> Never forget that guy. I love E3! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, moving on. Yeah. So, uh, Bethesda, and I'm going to get up again. The... I've got a couple of predictions coming in here. So Coming in hot. Three o'clock. Some hot takes. Three o'clock in the morning. Second year, and they had a lot of good stuff last year, and then also some Elder Scrolls Online stuff. Three o'clock in the morning of Monday, June the 13th. Okay. Do you have anything, or will I just go? Um, so I can go with the stuff I expect to see, or you know, what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it to you. Shh, just just lay it on for me. What you got? Okay, right. Here's some things I think. Uh, in no, just just no specific order. Stream of conscious. Just, just go for it. Season pass details for Doom. Um, what it's going to be? I because there is one. Is there? I have it. Because oh. it's Doom, and they asked me, and I went yes. <laughs> See, I uh, the thing Fucking with Doom. Sell me out with Doom. Well, yeah. <laughs> the thing with Doom is, I can imagine, like in my mind, they just went, "Let's just make this, um, and then we'll kind of worry about everything after." Because it's yeah. such a kind of tight, concise little package of a game. Yeah. Uh, but I could still imagine they're like, and just because of the the way it was released, and that it was late in its release. Yeah. And like no one, knew, no one knew what to expect. Yeah. Like I can imagine they could have thrown, thrown it out there and then no, gone. Oh wait, people seem to be liking. What this I could now. see them do is I could see them do a like a like a, a non gameplay trailer for its DLC that's out at Christmas. No. Or they could show you some cool things that are going to drop for the multiplayer to make the multiplayer actually cool because that's the one part of the game that isn't cool. Do you know what's a real shame is if that if if Doom had come out like at the start of this year, we'd so be getting a Quake reboot right now. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I really want a quick I, reboot. I think we might be at yeah. some stage. Like if if Wolfenstein and Doom are as good as they've been. Speaking of Wolfenstein Two, that seems most likely. Yeah, Wolfenstein Two, and I will be very happy about that. Yeah. Um, I think this is the last year where they're going to try and flog a dead horse and try and tell you reasons why you should definitely should have Elder Scrolls Online. They've been trying that, and God bless them for the amount of money they spend on it. They really need to try and just 
and wring some cash out of it. Yeah, do you know what was... An, Speaking of which, I... Oh, go on, yeah. I was going to say, do you know what an easy thing to do, which they oh. probably are going to do? I think, uh, I, think you're, I think you're going to say the next thing, yeah, yeah, which is news has leaked this week. Skyrim. Skyrim HD. Um, and everyone was like, yeah, I want to play that again. And then immediately realising, oh, wait, I don't have like 100 hours in my life like I had a couple of years ago to do that. Yeah, do you know the thing is, like... I'll remember a bit that like I know everyone loves it so much I remember what a garbage fire it was on PlayStation when it came out like how broken it was I mean this is the PS3 yeah. I mean <laughs> but also at this point and like this might be a massively controversial thing to say I don't know but I think in light of The Witcher 3 I think if I who have no emotional attachment to the Elder Scrolls series went from Witcher 3 to the HD Skyrim it might feel like a step back for me Again, not because, like, again, I'm not trying to slight anyone. No, you say that. But it's a thing that because I, it would be my entry point to the series, you I'd say be going this. back a generation. I've seen a couple. Five years. I've seen a couple of people that did play Skyrim the first time through, and I have seen from a lot of people have said, I don't want to go back to that because of what The Witcher Three represents. Now, obviously, I am not the person to be able to kind of make any kind of analysis on this. Yeah. Uh, but that is something that I have seen on Twitter today. Yeah, but like for me, like Witcher Three is not only like next level for what I perceive RPGs to be, but it's like next level for just open world games in general. Life. Yeah. Well, look. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting hot in here. Is it just me? Um. Uh, Fallout Four DLC, which just you know whatever. <sighs> yeah. Don't care about that game. Do you know? Do you know? The only it thing just, it does it really bra- like it's still I know we talked about it on the show last week but it really breaks my heart that the people who really really love that game and what's what's right. happened to, the only what, thing what's happened to them with Far Harbor like the their own, their loyalty has been just they've gotten it spat into their faces the only thing they need to do for Fallout Four DLC is to include that mod that someone included online where your gun shoots out giant Thomas the Tank Engine carts yeah I saw that that's kind of nightmarish yeah it's amazing. That's it. That's all they uh, need. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else in terms of predictions for Bethesda. No, oh, the, uh, the Evil Within 2 as well. But yeah, uh, that's coming up on uh, Dave's Backlog Day soon. Yeah? Yeah, I have that game. I have fun with that without me. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You don't like the scurry games. <laughs> no. You don't play the nighttime games. No. Oh, and uh, Dishonored 2. Oh yeah, yeah. People people are looking forward to that. Um, I like the first one. Yeah. I'm not... <sighs> it, has a, it does have a cult following though, doesn't it? I am right on that. I would probably say it has a cult following. Yeah. Do you know where Dishonored probably would work? And it's the same for some of the footage I've seen with the new Mirror's Edge game. In that, they're not like the greatest games, but I tell you what, put that in VR. Yeah. And yeah. I bet that'd be pretty yeah. fucking cool. It could well for most people, Dishonored 2 could end up being like... Yeah. That's going out this year, isn't it? Probably will get... Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it'll probably get delayed till next year, and then Bethesda will probably just bring it back forward anyway, yeah. and then it'll come out and it'll be a broken yeah. mess. Yeah. God bless Bethesda. Yeah, that's me. I think I'm tapped out for Bethesda there. I don't think I'm anything else. Yeah. All I ask is for Dishonored 2 to have somewhere in there to have Susan Sarandon again, because she's one of my good girls. From... Is she, yeah? Oh, well, I'm pretty not so much now, but, you know. Come on. Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Damn it, Janet. Come on. <laughs> uh and oh, yeah, and then Prey 2 as well, but I have, like, nothing to contribute yeah, to that, so. Enough. Yeah, Prey 2 is kind of like a punchline at this point isn't it um, how long are we trying to get that fucking show on the road yeah uh, should I move on to the next one then yeah go on cool okay so Microsoft this is a tough one we have Microsoft at half five on Monday 
Okay, uh, Moonshot, as in it's one thing I hope for. Mm-hmm. Uh, launch window for Recore. That's the KG in Ifuni and oh, uh, yeah. Metroid Prime team game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the robot. Uh, I am. That's one of the Xbox exclusive games I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, I reckon substantial amount of Gears of War four. So much Gears of War. Also 4. release date for Gears of War. I would like to think Gears so. Gears of War. Yeah. Well, they're already doing the multiplayer beta, aren't they? I don't know. Yeah, I got a key for it. I don't have an Xbox One, so. Oh yeah, I got I got a key for it. You said over there, like, oh really? You don't? No, I forget. <laughs> I, for, I forget that no one has one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I got a key for that. I never, I didn't have the chance to play it. I wasn't around when it was. Yeah, open. Dead Rising Four has been leaked as a thing that's happening. I'm looking forward to actually being in on the ground floor in a Dead Rising game for once because. Like, Did you not get Dead Rising Three? No, because I got the I got the console about a year after it came out, and Dead Rising Three was already. See, no, I played the original Dead Rising. Yeah. And it's all right. Yeah. Well, I've seen I've seen other people play Dead Rising Three and go, that seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you know what the original Dead Rising feels like now? It feels like. Um, Psycho Cat going psycho in the background for anyone that's listening. That as well. Psycho Cat, a key feature of some of our streams. Yeah. Um, the original Dead Rising feels like Goat Simulator, but with zombies, you know? <laughs> uh, but there is like an actual kind of campaign going on, but I, I feel like a, it, it feels a lot more hollow. What did you compare it to there, sorry? Goat Simulator. Do you know what it actually feels like to me? What? Just Cause with Zombies. Yeah, sure, I'll go with that. Because, like, Just Cause is all about the mayhem. It only has a casual no. relation to any story. I think you mean Just Cause Free is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I had a lot of fun with that game. But you know what? God damn, I'm sad I traded it in. Because you know what's coming to Just Cause 3? What? Fucking mechs. Well, that's your own fault there. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, that's been uh, announced. Uh, Crackdown 3. I've never been on board with the Crackdown series. I remember when they showed the trailer for that. Because it's just been called Crackdown, isn't it? It's just uh, yeah, it's a uh, reboot of the series. Fucking but when hell. they showed that like two years ago, I remember, I remember going. That was like one of the only trailers in that Microsoft press conference. I was like, oh, that looks fun. I like, I don't know if it's something I'd be battering past people to buy in a shop. But I remember fun. buying the original Crackdown and just being like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Just nothing ever got me about that. But I mean, some people would be happy about it. Yeah. Uh, I feel the the key thing more than anything else is the continuation of this uh, kind of merge or merger of Microsoft uh, or Windows and the Xbox yeah. One. That's going to be a big thing and I think um, if you're going to talk about like performance and hardware and stuff like that we're going to have we're probably going to find out a bit more about the partnership between Microsoft and Oculus. Yep. We it seems all indicators are we might get our Xbox One Slim first look. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Here's the big thing: Do they announce anything about the Scorpio, or no. do they do? No, a separate I think it, I think it cannibalizes the Slim if you announce that there's going to be a better machine coming out. Yeah, I think I think you give it till if say you announce the Slim now, it's out in the autumn. You give it till at least like March next year, and then like the the cool new fancy 4K Xbox One comes out Q3 but, next year. If they announce a Slim, but don't announce anything about the Scorpio, and then Sony, during their conference at E3... Sony aren't going to announce, because Sony are all about PSVR for the next while now. Oh, they can't the fucking yeah, VR. They can't, they can't do both at the same time. If they do, like... Although, in fairness, like, Sony have proven in, like... The, like in 
the last generation that they can be fucking idiots and throw away a winning hand sometimes. But with that said, like half of what they're banging on about with the Neo is the fact that it is VR inclusive. So Yeah, but a PSVR is coming packaged with a thing that allows you to process the VR outside uh, of the I suppose, yeah. I, like I, I want to find the words to have anything um, exciting to say but about here's VR, what but I think I, I think really it's don't. a wise move for Microsoft to try and claw back some of the gap if they can go right here comes the Xbox One Slim it's about the same dimensions as a PS4 it's about the same price as a PS4 and boom Gears of War is coming out the same day hmm. get yep. your Gears of War bundle yeah. that's the smartest thing they can do Gears of War is ready obviously that's the smartest thing they can do. Uh, the other things as well, um, in terms of hardware lineup speculation, is some kind of streaming box similar to a Roku uh, and a new Xbox One controller. Because the Elite wasn't Elite enough. Now we need the well, I Uber, think Uber, I think it'll be I think it'll be a new revision of the standard controller. The Elite one will stay up on its pedestal for like fucking you know people who are into their fighting games and shit like that. Yeah, like who are into their Twitch play. Yeah, um, I think it'll be a revision. Like they've they've already done one revision of the normal controller because they fitted it so you can put a standard headphone jack in them at fucking last. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this will be a new revision. Maybe that could be tied in. Like, it, I have a, at the same time as a slim. I have a friend of mine at work, and um, he does competitive online uh, first person shooting games like Call of Duty and whatnot. And yeah. he was basically saying that he's had to get an elite controller because he knows when he's playing against someone who does have one. And he just can't like the the reaction times are so yeah on the See, ball. They have those hair trigger yeah, like, triggers on the other side of it. Like it's very fascinating. Like it's not something for me, but it's it's fascinating the design of it. I mean, I'm sure if I got one, my Mega Man playing skills would increase tenfold. Here is one thing you want to talk about: Moonshot or Maplewatch. Last year, one of the things that made them go, Microsoft had a good press conference this year, was the announcement of the backwards compatibility, and they've done very well with that. Here's the thing. There are a couple of games that have been announced as coming soon on it that have disappeared off the coming soon. And they are? And I think E3 is when they announce not necessarily that they're available now but they're coming. And that's Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite Mm -hmm. and Red Dead Redemption. All of those were on the coming soon at one point. And I think if you buy into speculation that there's a Red Dead 3 announcement coming, either at E3 or shortly thereafter. What better time to allow Red Dead Redemption to be backwards compatible? Is Bayonetta on that list of things at the moment? I don't know. I'll find out for you guys. They, should, they should probably get on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be a smart thing to do. I mean, it, it goes without saying that that's one area where Microsoft do have Sony trumps their backwards compatibility and their games with gold have been knocking out of the park the last six months or so this is the first month now where I think that uh, PlayStation have a strong lineup with Gone Home and W or not WWE sorry uh, NBA 2K16 yeah that's yeah. the first month in a while where I've gone do you know what that's actually like outside of me knowing fucking most games that come out like that's one that oh most gamers will recognise that as good value for PS Plus this month oh yeah because tabletop racing is exactly where it's at this is the thing and like it Tropico was that the other one Tropico 5 yeah fucking just... which like lots of people were playing that on my list this month really <laughs> lots of people Jesus yeah Christ. okay so we'll, uh, we'll we'll move on before as we're doing that I'll try to find Bayonetta yeah 
so we have after that will be the PC gaming show at eight o'clock. Um, that's usually that. yeah. no nothing for that. But I imagine I'm trying to think if there's anything new graphics card. Yeah. Nvidia new Nvidia. Show. They'll probably just announce as well, like any kind of like indie games or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, among the games that are listed for the coming soon, by the way, that are still there, Red Dead disappeared off it last month. Yeah. But among the ones that are there, Bioshock, Bioshock Two, Bioshock Infinite, and Skate Three. <laughs> Skate Four. But no Skate Four. <laughs> you think is yeah. it? Uh-huh. Uh, Bayonetta is not on there. Oh, okay. Anyway. Tour MMA is though. Hey. So Ubisoft nine o'clock on Monday. Do you want to hear my moonshot for that before we even get into the substance? Just before I forget it? Go for it. Beyond Good and Evil 2. <laughs> it's time. That's like the one... Well, the thing is, like, wasn't there something a few months ago that they basically said it exists, but didn't? I don't remember. I'll, tr- I'll try and find this story. There was a thing where, like, someone kind of got them into a corner about it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, like, last year there was about five or six games that was on that oh well, yeah it was that Nintendo were trying to fund it yes that was and it and that came out yeah. Remember, yeah but there was like a list of five or six games that every year people were like oh is it coming and then fucking last year we got Shenmue 3 Final Fantasy 7 Remastered and Last Guardian, and Last Guardian. Yeah. so we're down to now as far as I'm aware Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Half-Life 3 <laughs> confirmed episode 3 <laughs> I did love by the way shout out to the videogamer.com crew that on their list of five things that will happen and won't happen at E3 Half-Life 3 was number one on both lists yes. <laughs> Mwah. It's beautiful, beautiful. Uh, the key thing actually about the Ubisoft press conference this year more than anything else is the fact that there won't be an Assassin's Creed yeah there will was there no no it's not going to be released this year you're oh. going to hear about it <laughs> No, I'm going to go with they're not. No, they're going to. No, they're, they're fucking going to. They're like, no, but it's going to be like sit down interviews and like some concept art that doesn't really give it away. And it's going to be like, oh, this is what we're thinking about for the next step in the Assassin's Creed franchise. I fucking guarantee it. David. Ubisoft, no one from Ubisoft that like works there can talk for more than 10 minutes without like twitching into Assassin's Dave Creed battle. fucking Ryan. <laughs> Look. I will put five euros on it that they do not announce anything for another no, the next Assassin's Creed. No, I don't Assassin's think they're announcing anything, but they'll do like, you know, like Nintendo did three years out with Zelda Wii U, where they'll have someone sitting down and talking about this is our idea. <laughs> fuck, look, EA announced Mass Effect Andromeda two years ago at E3 with a sketch. One sketch. True. Yeah. And we didn't even know that game was happening. They didn't have to tell us. <laughs> Dave, let me have hope. <laughs> Look, it won't be half an hour this time. This is true. Which, oh, by the way, can I tell you, one of my highlights of all E3 last year was the uh, Ubisoft press conference. One, because of how awkward the guy cost, made to cosplay as Jacob Fry from uh, the most recent Assassin's Creed was. He was very, very awkward. Oh my God, I remember that. I think, I oh my God, that was I the worst. Tyler, who, by the way, is like... I love Aisha Tyler, right? And she got that out of the way. But goddamn, is she too cool yeah. for Ubisoft? Because, like, they are. It's not so much that she's dragging them up to her level, it's no. that they're dragging her down. Yeah. Like, you you look at her and you think, well, did they just kind of drag you off the street and just give you a press pass and go, how, just, just, how just go in How big a truck full of money did they pull up to your house? Like, lady? I know we're in LA. She's a gamer as well. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Like, she, no, and she's, she's in it for the crack. Yeah. But it's like, I, and I get they're in LA, but it's like, 
you do feel like what kind of casting audition they just drag you in from and give you a press pass <laughs> and say how about it how about it um, yeah, so um, oh, the, oh, the, uh, sorry my other favourite moment was from the Assassin's Creed thing when in the middle of all this concept art there was just a picture of a man who was very clearly Brock Lesnar fighting I do remember that yes, and it was Kitty yes. Frank Mirror he was fighting yes, as well yes 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 <laughs> by how you forget these things and then you just fucking bring I can, I'll never forget that well, I was I, sitting there, <laughs> I nearly threw my drink at the ceiling I was like what the fuck is this anyway no Assassin's Creed alright no fucking Assassin's Crew Creed. Crew 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Uh, Watch Dogs have already announced. New South Park. I hope we get to see more of that. I hope we get um, the Stick of Truth HD. Because I wanted to play that game. Okay, look. I'm all on board with some of these games getting a HD remake. If there's one game that does not need a fucking HD remake. No, but because, like, the size of the market. I, I'm, I'm not saying it do- like. Look at the amount of games that have HD remakes that didn't fucking need them, to be honest. Yeah, but that's well up there. All right? we're, yeah. If we're talking from a graphical perspective... Saints Row 4 got one. I'm still going to say that South Park is No, it doesn't need a graphical upgrade. All it is is to sell it on the new consoles. I'm and, not saying it needs a touching And up. actually, because Saints, Saints Row 4, like, when they do those HD remakes... Well, they, they might have... even call it HD remake. They might call it, like, Ultimate Edition. Well, no, but what I was going to say is because that always has, like, all the DLC included as well. Yeah. I, I don't think South Park had any DLC. Not that I remember. I'll look at the point yeah. you're talking. Um, give anyway. Us, give us your thoughts on what you're expecting from Ubi when I do this. Well, I mean, I'm expecting them to talk more about the new South Park game, which I'm, I'm grateful because I thought that you know, Stick of Truth was very, very good. It's actually... Never played it. Hmm? Never played it. You never played it? No. That's why I'm telling you I would like to play it. It's just... Well, I mean, just go and play it. I then. can't. Yes, you can. I don't have a console that plays it. Is it not on the Xbox One back? Was... <sighs> there you go, Microsoft. That's what you need to announce for E3. Um... Yeah, it's not. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that's why it came out after the new consoles did. Uh, and I hadn't bought a PS4 yet because I still yeah, got PS3 yeah but it came so. out the, the PlayStation 1 get PlayStation 1 PlayStation 4 came out in November 2013 and this came out March 2014 well sucks to be you yeah apparently yeah do you not still have a 360 lying around anywhere I never owned a 360 you never oh okay right, right. Well, I've talked to you before about how I'm the outlier <laughs> that hates that controller <laughs> it's oh no the, the 360 controller is so much better than the PS3 controller Oh, well, that may be. The PS3 controller, the reason I liked it is because I was used to it. The shoulder buttons on that yeah, yeah. are trash. I'm not I'm not arguing. Anyway. Um, anything else? I don't know. Like, maybe they'll announce a new IP. Oh, yeah, the sequel to that is coming out, so we'll probably get a... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The sequel for it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably what... Yeah, it's it's been named and everything. Yeah, the whole but truth. No, no, the, the truth fractured but whole. The fractured but whole. Something like that. Of course. Know. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll hear about that, I'm sure. And I'm, I'm sure they'll announce a new IP which will involve you climbing up towers to access other parts of the map. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Will we get a look at Far Cry 5? No. Because Far Cry 4 was, what, two years ago? Yeah. And then Primal... Did they announce Primal last year's E3? Yes. Well, Primal's only just really come out. Yeah, but it's kind of like, it's not a numbered Far Cry game. No. It's kind of a, and apparently, like, 
some of the assets maybe slightly but apparently like if you literally overlay the map to Far Cry 4 same map <laughs> like, yeah it's like throwing that out there it's a um, uh, what was the apparently it's good like if you like Far Cry it's good what was the um... it's not got Pagan Min in it so I wasn't interested no what was the, the uh, Blood Dragon it's like Blood, Blood Dragon, Dragon but Except not that was cool yeah yeah I don't know. I, I don't know what Ubisoft have uh, kind of lined up their sleeves. I'm not particularly interested, and that's not me being the, oh, look at me, I'm cool, I don't like Ubisoft. Ubisoft has tend to be, of all of them, it's the one where I cringe the most. Mm, no, no, EA. No, because EA, EA I expected, but Ubisoft every year find a new way to surprise me with how cringy it is. Mm. Do you remember when they had the dance, the, was it Dance Dance Revolution, which is the one that they, did Ubisoft... Whichever the well. dance game that Ubisoft do, they had a they had a dance competition on stage for it, and it was very very embarrassing. I don't know. The only thing I could potentially ask for is that they, uh, if not a new Rayman game, but mm-hmm. something within the UbiArt framework engine, because that is still that's been a while. Yeah, that was 2013. Yeah. That engine is like currently still my favourite engine to see anything be created in. Mm-hmm. Because I, I adore the art style of those Rayman games. Yeah. Um, and, well, I mean, I, I, you know like how much of a fan I'm of those two games. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to see them announce something new for that, whether it's a new Rayman or something along those lines. Um, because I still feel there is like a massive amount of kind of untapped potential in that engine and yeah. and with those Roman games you know to be honest so that's what I would like to see I don't know if we will get anything of that nature but I can definitely guarantee there will be no Assassin's Creed news at all I, I want that to be true so bad <laughs> <laughs> so we move on to Sony who granddaddy of them all. at 2 o'clock in the fucking morning of and I will Tuesday. be live tweeting all of these press conferences apart from whichever one's on during the Ireland match on Monday oh, really? one of them clashes I really hope it's Ubisoft <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. although I have been thinking about doing a dual screen experience for myself well I've got the monitor so we can maybe yeah. sort of sync out yeah, we've also got several large TVs in this episode <laughs> yes we do so Sony <sighs> It's tough because Sony. How did they top last year? This is the thing, right? Since Sony, since the 2013 press conference of Infamy, they've sort of played a blinder. But even the worst one they've had since then still kept them ahead of Xbox. Do you know what I mean? In terms of the like the the good press coming out of it, so it's tough to see where to go, especially because there's going to be so many games that I suspect won't have launch dates anytime soon. Some of the predictions I have day and date for Last Guardian Last Guardian is absolutely 100% coming out this year why? because it fucking has to <laughs> you've never been clever about this are no you? because like Horizon and stuff has been delayed out of 2016 completely yeah so you've only got two games assuming they both come out you've only got two games for the rest of the year from Sony first party and that's Gran Turismo Sport and Horizon they do have one big kind of uh, ace up their sleeve that is what? the angry ace going on that's one of my predictions as well is that god of war 4 is going to be announced no 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 i was thinking that isn't first party 
God of War is. No, no, I was talking about a game that isn't first party. Oh. oh. No Man's Sky. Oh yeah, that's not coming. No. Some people have been saying this, right? I want to get this out on the air right now, right? Some people have um, been saying this idea that they're going to launch No Man's Sky at E3. No, I'm not saying that. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you're saying that. Right. I'm saying that people are saying that. Of course, the fuck they're going to no, fucking do that. <laughs> I'm not saying there's a 0% chance of that happening. I want there to be a 0% chance of that happening. I really want there to be because it is a phenomenally stupid idea on a number of levels economically for that to happen. Not least of which is the fact that, right, we know that it was August 9th is the new date for No Man's Sky. I remember August. Right? So if it is that, like some people, and I don't think it was ever confirmed that it's a manufacturing error. Some people were latching onto that and saying, well, it's a manufacturing error. Maybe it'll be a system similar to what happened with Dying Light. That was the popular kind of story that made the rounds, was that it was a manufacturing error. Don't think it was ever verified. No. Right? Not that I'm aware of. If it is that... Dying Light came out with no expectations on it whatsoever. It was a real sleeper. So that coming out a month early digitally and then coming out physically later on that month was worked out fine. Yeah. No one was hugely annoyed about that. This is one of the most anticipated games of this generation. Of this generation. It has been hyped up to bejesus. Which isn't entirely its own fault it's been built up by you know right. a number of different factors look how angry people got about the rumour it was going to be delayed just but people are stupid and think about how angry those same people are going to be if they find out that just because they pre-ordered it physically means that some people are going to get to play it two months before them do you know what I kind of hope that does happen now because I want to see Reddit set itself on fire. Do you know what I mean? Like it's I know what I mean. you're you're burning your own fan base. I never for one second even yeah. considered or entertained the idea. Yeah. The only would. reason I would ever entertain this is because I know the capacity Sony have to be stupid. All we will get, like again, I remember like Brian Altano from IGN tells a great story about them all being in the room when the price for the PS3 was announced, and they all just started laughing. Yeah, yeah. and they went like six hundred dollars. <laughs> they may as well have said it will be a million dollars. I'm going to tell that story. The one advantage they have here, and not that they fucking needed to, because everyone was going to buy No Man's Sky anyway, is that they can at least like just they can do they can actually do what they can do they could do like a, a three minute trailer about what the actual game is about yeah. the actual quote unquote the loose story elements to it yeah like and that is going to satisfy everybody till August 9th they yeah. don't have to release the game because do you know what happens when you release something immediately at E3 it goes in the fucking toilet it doesn't have a news cycle of itself because there's so much news coming out that's why games don't tend to release at E3 time there tends to be a big dry up in June when it comes around except mm-hmm. for like games where like Sony have like Entwined is a good example so Sony obviously paid to have that game released as a nice little bonus announcement and it was only a small little game anyway but when No Man's Sky comes out you want a massive news cycle where people are talking about it for days and days and days and the reviews are coming out and they have time to breathe and No Man's Sky is going to be on the front of IGN and GameSpot and Giant yeah, Bomb yeah. and Forbes and The Guardian and stuff like that that's what you want you don't want to release it in the midst of this maelstrom where no one can hear anything yeah so that the only people you're appealing to are the people that already have a pre-order you know but no there's nothing about the way business works that dictates that you should only dictate to the people whose money you already have do you know you need to be grabbing for the money you don't have yeah there's probably a good chance that the game was delayed or 
the the kind of time frame for when they would have got the game out probably fell within E3. So Sony went, you know, what, fuck it, we'll just we'll push it back a few more weeks. Like from what you just said there, that could Look, be a pretty. I'm, I'm not saying that the the fact that they probably knew a while ago that Horizon was being delayed 2017 had something to do with it. No, I think... But I would not be surprised if Sony were a little bit happy that it was going to be a bit delayed because they're like, okay, at least we have something else marquee for the fall now. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, before it was looking like a strong autumn of Gran Turismo, um, Horizon, and... What's the third one I said? No Man's Sky? Fuck. No, the other one. There's another one I was talking about. Horizon... Last Guardian. Last Guardian, yeah. And Gran Turismo. That's a strong autumn. Yep. You know what I mean? And it kind of covers all of your bases of what people would So you lose Horizon. No Man's Sky comes closer to that time. I don't think Horizon was ever coming out this year. (sighs) But you think, like... People were saying that it looked very, like... It looked more advanced than they expected it would have last year that's not to say that it was definitely coming out but I'm saying that like I would not have been shocked beyond belief if it did come out this year see I was the other way and like it's probably just on me but when they announced that it had been pushed back to 2017 I was of the oh it, it wasn't coming out in 2017 anyway I don't know yeah. like, I think it's just because when anything gets announced um, like say anything that gets announced this year I fully expect will come out in the spring 2018. of 2018 yeah yeah um. Yeah, like I, it's fucking suicide for that game. Like, uh, like for a game that I'm looking forward to so much, and obviously the likes of Sean Murray and stuff like that. Who, like Sean Murray, has proven to be nothing but a, like just a decent bloke. Whenever I've seen him being interviewed and stuff, like I think it could be not a death knell for the game. I still think they're going to make quite a bit of money off it. But like I think it really doesn't do that game justice if they just release a digital version. Thirty three. It's stupid. It's stupid beyond belief. I just need to stop talking about that now. Yeah. Because if Sony get ideas into their head, they get fucking notions, and this is the thing they can do. They it's on your heads. Won't do that. They better, like again, what they would do. Let's yeah, just let's just. I would this. put money on them not doing that. But at the same time, I lived through last generation look, look. where they could not make a right decision to save their lives. They're the PS Move. They're the Wonder Book. Unique partnership with J.K. Rowling. Do you remember PS Home? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was great. No, what they will do I think is they'll just have whether it be a three minute presentation or like a trailer or they'll actually have like just the game there with someone on stage whether it's Sean Murray whoever just playing through it they've done that that's why I think it's, it's got to be a trailer about like at least at least motivating people about it. you know the idea that he's saying that you want to get towards the centre of the universe Sony I think some sort of cryptic idea like or maybe he does a playthrough like you were saying on stage but he finds something do you know what I mean? Sony get Pele on stage yes, to yes. play No Man's okay. Sky. Done. Yeah. Sold. Yep. Absolutely. Done. All right. Moving on. I would. <laughs> Do you remember his, his erectile dysfunction commercials? This, this just... <laughs> I would. Um, yeah. Maybe God of War 4. I don't care. You know what? I really No, I don't care. I've never cared about God of War. No. I've never cared about God of War. Um, Detroit. Looking forward to seeing a bit of that. We'll get more of that. Yeah. Hopefully. I think that's a strong contender for like a summer game next year yeah or possibly Q3 um, do we get a announce date for Final Fantasy 7 remake I was gonna I was gonna say there's almost a 
considering the role he's on of doing HD remakes, there's almost a chance David Cage comes out and says there's going to be an Indigo Prophecy HD. Done. Or just the PS2 classics. They've been doing all the PS2 classics. Just stop. I'd like to play Indigo Prophecy again. Stop. And I'd like to stream while stop. playing Indigo Prophecy. Stop. <laughs> David Cage. Get, get, no. No, one of my, okay, move on to what you were saying there at the start. Uh, one of my predictions is that we will not get a release with no Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> They'll do another cool trailer and it'll go coming soon. Oh, Jesus. Or at best, we might get a year. I'm not going to say which year because I don't know. Do you know what? I think they Would only... they have the hack at E3 2016 to put up 2018? Uh, hello, Last Guardian. Yeah. I think they only announced Final Fantasy VII Remake just to take the pressure off of Last Guardian. I will say, right? I'm not a, a massive like fanboy of the Final Fantasy series, but that first... That, that announcement trailer for the Final Fantasy VII Remake is so good. Uh, it's one of the best E3 trailers I've ever seen. Yeah. Like you, you watch that back or you watch I, I went through like a, a couple of days of like whenever one of the new uh, oh someone found a really cool reaction video of someone like it was I don't know like some of them were kind of like uh, I were cringy but some of them were like there are genuine people I always get happy uh, this is kind of the last bit of humanity I have in me I think uh, I get happy for people who like there are people who waited for that for literally 20 years and I was just very happy for them <laughs> like I don't know it was just a like, baby smile do you know what I really, really, really want is um, if I say the I the, the name that game company to you, is it uh, a certain Lucha Base Adventure? No, no, that's Drinkbox. That's Drinkbox. Yeah, that no, that game company were behind. Oh, me. Journey, Journey, Journey. I really want to see something because Journey was like fucking four years ago now, or maybe even longer than that. 2011, 2012, around there. I really want to see something new from them um, yeah. because Journey was by far one of my favourite games of the last generation. Yeah, I only caught up with it this generation and it's, it's a good time. Oh, it's so amazing. I'd like to see something new from them. Yeah, um, yeah that's just on my kind of like wish list. One of your moonshots like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess as you said, like just a load more kind of VR stuff. But we love me over here. I'm also going to make the prediction that this will be the shortest Vita sizzle reel of all time. The oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll tell you, I feel the the man I feel such enormous sympathy for every year at E3 is Geo Corsi. Geo Corsi is like the greatest man, you, and he comes out and he God Mark he loves the Vita. Do you think he'll he just loves come the up, Vita so much? Do you much. think he'll just come up holding one? And goes, do, do, do you remember this? Can yeah, you, can, can but you he, has the, he always has them in his back pocket. Yeah. He's got the hockey stick and everything. He's great. I love Geo Corsi. But he comes out and like the, the Vita Scissor is like five seconds or something. There's one game coming out this year in Vita. Um, what do you think, right? I'm going to float this one now. It's not one of my predictions. Alright. Because it's June and because this is when it was supposed to finally become a full game, do they do something with Street Fighter Five? Oh, what? Like actually like release it as a full game? Yeah. Well, that's been delayed, hasn't it? The full like the, the full thing stuff. got delayed. Yep, in with one so of the, the the characters as they, well. They probably will make an announcement. Well, because it is PS4 exclusive on consoles. Depends if they have an, made an announcement in terms of like putting a trailer together. I would say no because that will cost money to do, and 
you know, considering that Sony pretty much funded that entire fucking project and are waiting. Well, that's what I say. Sony are like, no, you're fucking releasing something. So you sons of bitches, you get in there. I can imagine <laughs> that someone will just you come up hold until you're bleeding. I could see someone just kind of walking up on the stage and be like, like that, that game will actually be fucking released next month properly, and then just walking back like, off. Like stop motion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a silent film. <laughs> Oh, what was Shuya she? Shida comes out. We're so sorry. <laughs> like, really sorry. Oh, there was something I was just going to say, um, but it's totally, totally, totally gone from my head now. And it's really annoying. Uh, I guess they'll do more, like, kind of uh, Gran Turismo. Uh, talk more about that. Um, fuck. What was the thing I was going to talk about? It's not coming to me. Move on. Doesn't matter now. Okay. Um, what is next? Uh, are, we doing, are we done with Sony? I do you have anything else you want to say I, about Sony? There was something there, but it's what, gone What do you now. think might be their one more thing? Do you know that they always do the one more thing? Apart from last year, when the one more thing was a fucking MOBA. Remember Paragon was announced? Oh, uh, Kojima. Oh, we'll probably get... Car- oh. He's... Did you see he did another tease? No. They showed Ludens, you know, the guy who's the, the symbol for, the, like, the logo? Yeah. And then they showed, like, the sc- his skull in the suit. Mm-hmm. They showed that guy's face, like, okay. two days ago. All right. They will... I'll tell you what, that'll be a mic drop moment if fucking Kojima walks out. Like, they must be, like, I... They can't have a game up and running at all yet with the time they've had. They've only had mm-hmm. since November. They might just do... Um, they concept, could just... like, concept art. Either that or they'll just do, like, a sit-down interview with him. Like, they tonight. Might. They might? Yeah. It won't be that straightforward, though. It's fucking Kojima. Kojima will be there. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that could be the one more thing. I was trying to think what might be. I'm gonna have that as my one more thing. I I'm gonna make a moonshot. One yeah. more thing. Crash. Crash. Bandicoot. Oh, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, I. I'm not saying okay. they're not, no. They haven't given it. To, they've given it to someone else. It's not Naughty Dog doing it. No, no, because it's Activision that owns it. I think. They're able to do it. Like, Sony are able to do something with it. Yeah, but, but they're through giving Activision. It through, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there might be some sort of... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're in it now. Uh, yeah, I guess, maybe. I, I, I like Crash, but come on now. Yeah, well, that's why, like... But you see, the thing is, like... Ratchet Clank did really well, the game. People really like it. It did, but... A his... small Crash game that is in the same kind of, like the same scale and same price range could do very well for them uh, this is what I was going to say because I feel the source material with Ratchet and Clank there's more there to work with than there is a Crash game Yeah, and I'm a man that enjoys a fucking Crash game Yeah, but uh, maybe they'll just say like oh yeah we're going to do a HD remaster of, no, we're going to do a gritty reboot of Crash 1 you know take it back to its origins find out what was going on with that polar bear <laughs> Nintendo Treehouse Live that will okay. end us off at they uh, are doing <sighs> Five o'clock on Tuesday. They are doing eight hours of playing the new Zelda. It's a lot of Zelda. Oh, there better be a lot of Zelda. I'm really excited. <laughs> like, I really like. I'm so tentative to be excited about anything to do with Nintendo, but I'm so excited to see that game. Do you know what concerns me? Do, like, do you remember that feeling when you saw that? Oh yeah, on the like, oh, on the yeah, horse yeah. in the field. What what concerns me? Is there that... were so many fluids flying from everywhere. <laughs> well now. <laughs> is that everyone's been banging on for years that Hyrule Field has either been too small, too empty, there's not enough life. And they've just gone fucking so far in the other direction and Hyrule Field now is this fucking... War zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really 
really is. Yes, I goes without saying. Around every corner. It goes without saying. I am very curious to see what they have for the new Zelda. Now I know and how all the the way that's going to be released in terms of it being on the Wii U and I the NX. I still don't think I know they're saying that's all they're doing, but it's they're saying they're bringing other games to the floor, or they're bringing other games to something. There's there's a presence of other games, but they're being like Nintendo. Even for Nintendo, they're being vague. We know there's not a proper direct. Well, remember, or at least we're told there's not. Think a proper about direct. this. Think about this. They're not announcing anything for the NX, so they're not going to announce any games for the NX. My thing, my, I've had this feeling for a little while, right? About the NX. Do you want me to let you finish first? I oh, yeah. The only thing I was going to say is that obviously the Wii U will like fucking basically cease to exist the moment that Zelda game comes out and then yeah. that's going to be it so like what are they going to announce between now and March I have a feeling that the actual console gets revealed in say November but I would not be surprised if they told us the name of the console at the end of the Zelda stream at a, sh- at a push maybe yeah that I'll could be that. their let's get the headlines moment yeah if they've got a name for it I also think it would be weird if it's coming out near Christmas and we they don't say anything at all at any stage over the week about Pokemon Sun and Moon oh they'll be the, the 3DS is a different different but story the, the, the idea that they're having no Nintendo Direct at all is really weird to me well, no I mean because there's been stuff that they've been I mean like um, there's been shell uh, of information about the new Pokemon game yeah the legendaries got leaked last week yeah all of that I know that they've got something about Pokemon Go and I'm really curious to see just how the fuck that's gonna work close beta and like um, we need to actually research for the next episode the next proper episode of the podcast and talk through because there's someone who broke an NDA and talked about it oh really yeah like in detail on reddit like i've seen some pictures yeah it looks very fascinating Mm. um i'll tell you what if they can get that thing working that's the end of people that's the end of people talking to each other that's it it's gone it's over it's done do you know what i've been um uh, hey what you've already got a pokemon badges think about how many you'll have well yeah so they've recommended a book to me and i've been reading it uh ready player one. Oh, you've been reading it i've you? been reading it it's yeah. good isn't it's it it's very good it's really good and yeah can you that... believe that steven spielberg's making that into a film is he now yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what As I'm just... <laughs> oh my god i've never seen mark look that happy that genuine childlike glee come on now every time i mention Mega Man, yeah. no because i read through like i think i'm only about three chapters into it but i was just reading this i was like Fuck, there's such a good film in this. <laughs> oh, yeah, such yeah. a good film in this. And the man who makes the good films is doing well, it. Well, there you go. Uh, well, you know, AI wasn't great, but anyway. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like Minority Report by way of Willy Wonka. And that is absolutely fine. As long as Johnny Depp is not in it. By the way, also before you move on, just what Ron Spielberg, Minority Report, hideously underrated. <laughs> it's a fucking great movie. I'm glad It's a really fucking it's a really good movie. How dare you? Don't fucking point at me. <laughs> I'm gl- also, I think, one of Colin Farrell's best roles. He's a proper shithead in that. Hello, in Bridge. Uh, you know, he's great in that, but it's one of his best roles, I think, in Minority Report. As the shithead guy who's coming in to oversee the precog program. Bullseye. Oh, you never miss. <laughs> More peanuts, please. <laughs> That's a fucking shit film. 
Ben Affleck is about the old, Ben Affleck and Michael Hart Duncan are about the only things that aren't wrong about that movie. They did all right in spite of everything. Well, this was a tangent and a half, wasn't it? Though, and Continue. apparently, there's been some speculation as well about a western proper release of Mother Free, uh, which will make friend of the podcast Brian Rose very happy. But I'll other than that, that, other than that, I. Uh, that's one of the things I really wish we could stream Wii U because you know what I have on Wii U that I'd be mad to go through? Everything. Earthbound. Yeah. That'd be a mad time. Well, to be fair, there's an easy way of doing that. No, we couldn't stream it. But just... we could do like... We'll talk about that off air. Uh, yeah. Production meeting off air. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the thing I like... Let's remember where we are once. Yeah. The, f- <laughs> the thing I like and hate about Nintendo at this point is I just don't know what to expect from them. Yeah. You know? Like, all right, there's gonna be Zelda, but like, what else? Oh, we're gonna get Zelda's fucking weird. Like, I, I, like, it's so weird. I think it's not like I've been treated so badly by Nintendo for a while now, but I was treated so well by them for so long as a child that, in spite of everything that's happened with the Wii U, as soon as the NX goes up for pre-order, I'm pre-ordering. Oh yes, yeah. oh, <laughs> I remember. I remember. No matter what, I'll never learn. I remember sitting there. I think it was two or three years ago. I was um, I was in a pub in London, and uh, I was there with a couple other people. And a guy, I think I mentioned before, a guy called Andy Hamilton. You should follow him on Twitter if you, if you don't. He's very very good. Plug plug. Um, and he likes Doom, so there you go. Woof. And we were sitting there. I think it was the announcement about the Wii U, and we were just sitting there thinking, like I, they announced something about Mario, and there was some Metroid announcement, and there was a Zelda announcement, and we just looked at each other like. It generally doesn't matter what they announce. Like, as soon as I see Mario or Metroid or Zelda, I'm going to fucking buy it. And we just looked at each other and was like, we are part of the problem. Yeah. Like, it, we really are. But the problem is, is you think, oh, yeah, okay, they're doing some cool stuff. And then it's fucking Metroid Prime Federation Force. Oh, on. my God. I was... You should have been here to see how angry I was at Federation Force. Yeah. I was like, you goddamn sons of bitches. It's like, we want another Metroid Prime game so bad. So you went, do you know what the problem with Metroid Prime was? Samus. Yeah. We need to get rid of Samus. Yeah. I... Do you know what everyone loves? Blitzball. Is that what it's called? No, Blitzball's Final Fantasy No, yeah. 10. What's the name of the fucking sport that's in Metroid Prime Federation? I don't Fuck, I'm going to have to look that up. You'd like, rather you than me. Keep going. I do feel that, I mean, even more so than usual, Nintendo are very much, like, on the lull. Uh, they haven't had anything kind of really hot come out over the last uh, six months, I want to say. No, all they've had is Twilight Princess. A Twilight Princess and fucking Star Fox Zero. Oh, I'm pocking. Uh, but even pocking, like, I feel that just kind of came and went, you know? Yeah, it kind of did. People liked it, but then stopped talking about it immediately. <laughs> yeah. So, they... I don't know. I could see this being a pretty quiet blast ball. I was close. Great. All right. Wasn't that film with Paul Heyman? No. Um, I feel like this could be a very quiet E3 for Nintendo. Like they'll have Zelda, and to be fair, Zelda is maybe all they'll need if it is. And Pokemon. Uh, and the Pokemon as well. Yeah, I guess. But other than that, I don't know. You know. Like I just I don't see them announcing anything more for the NX. Like they'll probably no. do they'll do a direct. That'll be with the direct. Yeah, the, they'll the, do the a direct, direct. Like I said, I think the, the most we'll get in the NX, the very most, and this is like me, like proper kind of pie in the sky dream is that they just give us a title at the very end, Dolphin, and that just keeps us going, Dolphin. Yeah, game. What was the one for? Was that the one for N sixty four? Dolphin, I think, was the GameCube's original. Eternity was N sixty four. 
I just remember the 64 DD. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much as far as I'm aware. I have a couple of predictions that don't necessarily get tied down to any one okay. conference. Okay, just, just some kind of random tidbits. Okay, All right. I think we go through the entirety of E3 without any word on Red Dead 3. <laughs> because I do buy into the idea that Rockstar are Rockstar. Yeah. They uh, don't they need E3. They are the no. one. They are the one developer possibly on the earth that don't need E3 at all to get the word out. However, they do seem to, on the back of GTA Five, have some sort of like agreement, not for the announcement of things, but for like kind of follow up announcements happen on Sony's platform. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if. I wouldn't be surprised if not necessarily at E3, but like say by like TGS or something like that, or what's the one Gamescom? I can't. That they, we get like we get some details that if details are going to appear about Red Dead Three on any like either Microsoft or Sony, it would be through Sony. But I don't think I think we get through the whole of E3 without Red Dead Three. I think if we're going to get Red Dead Three news this year, they'll wait until after the E3 shit dies down, so mm-hmm. like mid to late July. Yeah. Um. I've already said Skyrim HD. I already said we'll get day and date for Last Guardian. Yep. I think that has to be fucking nailed down now. Uh, no release window will be given for Final Fantasy VII, which I already have. Uh, Telltale, I got rid of Batman. I think Telltale might give an update on what they're doing with Marvel. Because they announced that two years ago now. That they're doing something with Marvel. I think we might get an idea as to what it is. Um, Speaking of, I don't know if it was my I also, I also think, by the way, sorry, sorry we'll get yeah, an announcement about yeah. uh, Telltale Game of Thrones Season 2. Mm, yeah. Uh, they did announce, I've, I've read something today about uh, Lego Dimensions. They're doing some more stuff with that. Lego Dimensions. Uh, I will get that news story up as I. Um, there was a trailer that came out for it. My apologies. No, you good. Um, we also have, uh, in terms of my predictions here, by the way. Um, just make sure that the video doesn't play here when I'm talking about this yeah grand okay uh, in terms of predictions as well so yeah I said uh, Telltale Game of Thrones season 2 yep. that's kind of something I want because I think of all the things all the Telltale games I've played the one that well Walking Dead season 1 would have left me on the hook going god I can't wait for season 2 only for the fact that season 2 is already out right but Game of Thrones season one ended on such a really good note for me that I actually I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do with that season two. Um, the other two predictions I have, and these are again hopes of mine, and both of these have been rumored to be announced at some point during E3 weekend. I just don't know where they belong in the announcements. Mm-hmm. Dying Light two. People have spoken about that being possibly a thing. Yeah, yeah. And Shadows of Mordor two. That rumour in particular has gathered a lot of pace the last week. I've seen a couple of news stories pop up about that being rumoured. Both of those games I'd be very excited by. I think both of those games are very similar to me in as much as they came out and no one was expecting anything from them. If anything, when Shadows of Mordor was teased at an E3 or whatever it was, when the teaser trailer came out for it anyway, whenever it was, it looked shite. Yeah. (laughs) And it came out. And I know you're an outlier, you didn't really like it. And that's... You know, both. You know, you do you, son. You do you. But that came out, and most people were just like, "Holy Jesus!" 
it turns out this is fucking awesome and the Nemesis system you know we, we've talked about uh, Shadows of Mordor a lot on this show uh, Dying Light 2 again came out with little to no fanfare and everyone was like oh my god this is like what they were trying to do with Dead Island <laughs> and they finally figured it out so I'd really like to see De- Dying Light 2 as well like I'm still playing Dying Light a year and a half later yeah yeah you're very much into it do you know what I mean I, I fucking love that game and like it's very kind of they've got it's just but um, the Lego Dimensions, th- the Lego Dimensions, uh, sort of like a season two sort of news. Um, I am going to give you just a list of the things that are coming to Lego Dimensions two. Okay. Have you seen these yet? No. So I'll let you react to them. Okay. E. T. Beetlejuice. Gremlins. Powerpuff Girls, which I thought was cool. You know that's getting rebooted at the moment. I know you're trying to no sell all this. But these are, like, in terms of, like, the one thing I'm always impressed by, like, because, like, I know I'm into Lego games a lot more than you ever will be. But the one thing that impresses me about Lego Dimensions is the complex agreements they must have struck to get all these IPs in one place at the same time. Yeah, well, was it... Was because it, it's about to get weirder. Was it, like, Giant Bomb last week or someone was talking about, like, the absolute chaos that was within... Um, uh, Marvel and Disney trying to over infinity over infinity yeah I think it was when they talked about it because I'd say like they know a lot of people like not not least of which is John Mignocchi like they yeah. know a lot of people who are behind the scenes which I found infinity. found astonishing because they own because it's theirs well, yeah yeah but they still like creatively they're still kind of set you know what I mean it's still yeah. like yeah. there's if, if you want to put there's one really big fuck off roof and it's all underneath it yeah. um so yeah, uh, Powerpuff Girls, Knight Rider, <laughs> The Goonies. Well, he did appear. At, it was in Rocket League, so The Goonies. The Goonies, okay. The A Team. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Adventure Time. And my favorite, Ren and Stimpy. Sonic. At the very end, you need to see this, and there's a GIF, and I'm going to turn this around to you. There's a GIF, and it's amazing. It's a great tease at the end of the trailer. Okay. Where uh, Gollum, who was in season I've one, I've seen this. I've yeah, seen Gollum this. is yeah. like my precious. Yeah. He goes towards the ring, yeah. and you hear the bling, yeah. and the blue blur goes past, and it's Sonic. I'm like, wow. Who was it made the joke? I think it was Greg Miller made the joke today, and Colin and Greg live. He's just like, oh, we'll have our first working Sonic game in ten years. Boy, Sonic will do anything for a fucking food stand these I'll days. I'll tell you what. Although, I will say one thing for him. Sonic's Twitter game is so strong. Yeah, have you? Not, do you not follow Sonic on Twitter? No. Oh my God, Sonic the, the official Sonic Twitter no. account. The only who, thing like periodically trash talks Jim Sterling. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> so the, good. The only Sonic thing I I follow is like Sonic fan art, where it's just people who draw like just the worst Sonic. Oh fan yeah, art. yeah, yeah. Okay, do you, want me, do you want me to give you some of my predictions? Go. Some kind of announcement from Rocksteady. Yeah, I. My guess is uh, Superman or Justice League. Superman would be the most obvious one, I imagine. I'd almost think Justice League would be because that movie's out like next year. Maybe it'll be Aquaman. Oh, Cal Drogo. Actually, I tell you what, I don't really know much about it. That part in that film sucked, by the way. But but Rocksteady doing the Flash—that'd be pretty cool. 
Yeah, especially that. that is one thing I will say that I think a lot of people really liked was that one brief in Batman where Superman uh, that one brief look at Ezra Miller's Flash looked pretty class. Let's just not talk about him. Uh, KG and will come on stage and announce that this he's been ribbing us this whole time. And, and Mighty Number Nine is actually good. And Mighty Number Nine <laughs> is actually good. And we'll show the actual proper trailer. I hope he actually says Mighty Number Nine is actually good. Don't worry, lads. <laughs> I got this. Inafune out. Because <laughs> boy, boy, am I concerned about that game. Oh my. Oh. Did you see um, Jim Quisition this week, Joe Sterling, played that one hideous uh, thing about the, the prom night comment from that that I won't repeat. Yes, it's yes. it's so bad. Yes. I don't want to be tied to that bad a bit of comedy yeah he repeated it slowly <laughs> I did see that yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a good time Jesus it's amazing that they potentially made something worse than Mega Man uh, Mega Man 8 that was the Playstation 1 one that had Brave New World Mega Man that sounded like a girl and um, Doctor Light had a lisp and was like oh Doctor why are we as... oh yeah Colin Moriarty was like Doctor why are we Doctor why are we have you never seen that <laughs> no I haven't oh, I'm going to have to show you that I'll tell you why it can't be any better than Colin Moriarty doing it <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay, continue. Sorry. Oh, and also, best thing about Mega Man 8, um, all the voice actors in that game are Japanese. Uh, and I'm talking about for the English. So they got the Japanese people to read the English. Yes. <laughs> I kind of want to play it last now. It's fucking awful. And one of the bosses is Clown Man. I'll just say no more than that. Huh? that. They're pretty much the only two things. Like, we've covered quite a few other bits and pieces. As I said, I just... What I'd really like is a proper, proper Metroid game. You're not getting that. I know. Not this year. I, I, I know. Maybe a launch game for. It would. It would definitely not be a launch game. I don't know because like it's. I assume that someone somewhere has been working on a Metroid <laughs> game, at, like Retro Studios. No, no, no. And like it's just at the point where it's like, fuck. We'll just wait for this NX. I don't want to think about what the fuck the NX is going to be until they actually do the uh, Nintendo Direct. Because, yeah. like, I could imagine that that, oh, that launch for the NX is, like, going to be fucking Zelda and nothing else. And then at some point just before the NX is released, or just after, they'll Mario. go, oh, by the way, here's a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Here's Mario. Here's Mario. Yeah. Here's... It'll be about you by then. Yeah, here's Mario Party 15 or whatever we're at this point. <laughs> The 11. Is that it? Yeah, because yeah, the one on Wii U is 10. I figured it was a 3DS one and whatever else. Yeah, not, yeah no, it will be the 11th. Okay. Um, other than that, no, I'm, I'm pretty much, I think I'm pretty much there for everything that we've covered, everything that I'm thinking. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. So we will we call it a day for our E three predictions, I think. Well it is now Friday and God it is, isn't it? It is. God, I only have three months left to sleep this off. Oh, I know. oh sucker. I'm, I'm actually gonna fucking like bomb my AU in a second. <laughs> Kinshasa Go on, oh, fucking Tom Phillips. <laughs> anyway. Yes, right, so for a link to the cast, that's been our E three special. Please feel free. Uh, to follow along I'll probably live tweet from the link to the cast account for uh, most if not all of the press conferences I should be around for most of it I've only got work on the Tuesday so, so Sony is the one you'll definitely miss because it starts at 2am on Monday uh, well I don't have work till you're going to stay up till 4am we'll see that's a work in progress yeah I thought so 
Uh, Especially with NXT that day. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. It's a busy day. Well, luckily, I don't have work on the Wednesday, so I might just sleep all day Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah we could do that. Look, I'm only 28. I can still at least do this once or twice no, more. No, you can't. Anyway. <laughs> uh, one or both of us uh, will be tweeting from the link to the cast account during this. Um, so the best place to catch some live E3 hot takes would be uh, on the Twitter.com at link to the cast or at Dave Ryan IV for me personally, at Lithium Project for Mark personally. Either. Uh on that link to the cast account it's also the best place where you can follow what content is going up what uh, streams we're doing we've got some series on there we've got uh, Dave's backlog day where I'm playing through a random game that like I picked up in a sale or that I'm trying to beat something like that never the same game two weeks in a row uh, this week probably going to be The Evil Within you can keep an eye out for that I just did Murdered Soul Suspect was the most recent one that was actually a surprisingly fun time I didn't think it was going to be um, we've got uh, Dave's or sorry Telltale Thursday which it, I promise is starting soon but I keep forgetting about uh, Mark uh, is well overdue to deliver to you people a fine episode of Uncharted yeah Mark's excellent adventure Look, it's been a busy yeah we haven't had a chance to do Dim Souls this week either um, but now that I'm off uh, there's a lot more chance for me to do that I gotta bank a couple episodes of that before I go away on my uh, on my Jolliers in a couple of weeks um what else have we got? Uh, we got Dave and Mark play Pokemon Blue. The Pokemates with you. Usually Monday to Friday. 15 minute segments. It's more like... You can check that shit out. But again, it's because we've been kind of interrupted because it's been kind of weird since I finished life. school last week. Yeah. Um. So you can check that shit out. Uh, please do actually... Uh, something I need to pimp out here uh, for people who didn't see it in their podcast feed is our Euro 2016 preview. Uh, Two part show. What Over a four and a half cumulative hours of action. Jack, you son of a bitch. Myself, young Mark here. Well, old Mark here. And uh, official friend of the show and Metal Gear correspondent and the Roman Reigns of the podcast, Jack Lazell. <laughs> uh, talking all that hot Euros action. Um, it's, it was a real good time. It was a real fun show. Uh, I really like doing that kind of stuff. Uh, two giant size annuals that came out this week on Wednesday and Thursday so please do check those out speaking of Euros have you seen the uh, practice drills like the security preparations they've been doing for the Euros I would say quite detailed it's fucking terrifying I imagine it would it's be fucking terrifying um, what else uh, facebook.com forward slash link to the cast twitch.com forward slash uh, sorry twitch.tv forward slash link to the cast oh that's another thing you can check out up on the, the YouTubes there if you search for link to the cast is you can check out our uh, botched attempt at episode 3 of Hitman and our successful attempt at episode 2 of Hitman both of which hit the waves this week oh yeah that first Marrakesh session was a complete <sighs> bust yeah it really was yeah. I've started to actually look into ideas we're going to do another stream of that in a few days I think um, so keep an eye out for all that uh, twitch.tv forward slash link to the cast where all the live streams go and they eventually get archived to YouTube please subscribe to us on there so you can keep all that stuff please subscribe to us on iTunes give us a nice rating on there it helps with our search engine optimization and, and of course link to the cast.wordpress.com is the website on which our beautiful podcast comes from please do feel free to send in any questions oh yes what's that email address uh, it would be links to cost at gmail.com that it is and of course you can send questions to us on the tweet machine if yes. you, you can slide right into the dms we should actually open up our dms for the link to the cost account on twitter that would be a good idea yeah be a good yeah. idea uh so yeah do follow us uh that has been another episode uh kind of you know 
it's our it's our lax episode of Link to the Cast. It's the one where we don't really like the E three episode is kind of because it's wild prognostications. We don't really have the same. We have a relatively rigid format usually. Like (laughs) even though it may not sound like that, Mm -hmm. we generally do. uh, But this is our kind of lackadaisical one, which is why we're kind of like we're just kind of chilled out on the couches here, you know, in the podcast bunker. So anyway, for uh, another very special edition of Link to the Cast, uh, I have been your party host, Dave Ryan. Uh, over to my left uh, on now on the floor he graduated to the floor at some point during the evening I literally just noticed that now <laughs> I mean, no, I think you've actually been there the whole time we've been recording haven't we? The entire time we've been recording Excellent, excellent news that is how tired I am right now and now that I know I'm wrapping up I'm starting to feel sleepy again even though I've been wide awake this whole time okay. The human body ladies and gentlemen is a wonderful thing I have been Dave Ryan, that over there has been Mark Robinson David, Shut the fuck up, let's go to bed Have a good, well, whoa, hello <laughs> Good night, everybody. Have a nice E3. Night, night.